How are you doing? Good. How are you guys? I'm good. Thank you. All right. With uh, probably the first question was, what was it like playing for Columbus? Uh, it was a it was a great experience. You know, I was uh, fortunate enough to get drafted by. Uh, you know. Yeah, uh, I can hear you. Sorry, we're it's technical difficulties today. No worries. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it it was great. Uh, like I said. Greg was someone who who liked to give, uh, you know, young guys uh, chances. Um, obviously, you have to you have to earn it, and and I figured that uh, with my hard work and and everything I did on the pitch, I was gonna get my chance uh, sooner or later. And and it was just a great experience to be able to play under Greg. And then, obviously, um, what was it like playing under him? Because we know that we we, we I actually watching play for the U.S. men's national team. Edgar's a Mexican fan. So what was it like playing under him? What were some of the tactics? Uh, when I played when I played under Greg, um, I was a winger. So, you know, he, he's really big into this, this thing called the win progression, which is basically creating space for yourself. And as a winger, you know, trying to suck in the, the fullback to, to follow you and then spinning behind him and, and having tons of space. And, you know, I never really – like done that in college and then when I got to Columbus it it really really worked to be fair um you know it was something that he harped on a lot for wingers to to do the progression the whole time and sometimes you don't want to do it and, and it gets it gets tiring but it really does work a lot um and he's someone that demands 110 percent every game and when he believes in you he believes in you you know and and he's some he's someone that you want in your corner you know um because you'll you'll go to bat for him and and the year I was there with him you know there were some games where I didn't play well and and you know he he held me accountable but he also told me you know he's like just keep working hard you know you you have what it takes and and you know I always I always believed in myself and and I was lucky enough to have him as as my first coach who who believed in me as well I mean that just sounds like an amazing experience so walk me through what it was like scoring that first goal. I can't figure out who it was against, so I don't know if you know that or. Uh, it was against Red Bulls um, away, so it was pretty funny because I'm I'm a New Yorker, so it, it just it just happened to be against a New York team. But um, yeah, you know we know that Red Bulls is a team who who likes to to kick the ball long and then try to win second balls and play from there and and. They were good at it, but uh, we also knew that they had um, them pushing fo- uh, numbers up forward too much. We we're, were gonna was gonna leave them open in the back, so um, they had scored actually. Um, and then right off the kickoff, you know, we 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 played backwards, and then we knew that they were gonna press like right away. And I, I remember it was uh, Alex Rignali had the ball, and he uh, he hit a long ball to. To Jossie to run in behind, um, and uh, I knew Jossie was gonna win the the foot race. So as soon as the ball like went over my head, I just turned around and I, and I started running because I knew that Jossie wasn't gonna be able to score from that like area from where the ball was at. So you know I was like a couple feet away from him and the ball was bouncing and I yelled that we I had. I had a chance exactly like that, like 10 minutes before, like the exact same play. And 
and Robles came up uh, with a big save. Um, so then this time it was the same, the, the exact same play and uh, Jassy headed back towards me and, and I think I hit it one touch and it luckily squeezed in through the, I think it was a front post and yeah, it was a great feeling to score my first professional goal, especially in New York with my family and my friends um, in attendance. So it made it even sweeter. I mean, that's just something everyone dreams about, like scoring in front of your family. Right. Um. So I also have it pulled up here is, I'm not actually, who was the hardest team you faced in your whole career for any team? Um... I don't know. I mean, it would, I'm trying to think of my my two years in Columbus and my year in Miami. Um, I would probably say, I don't know, honestly. I, the thing is, like, every team, like, for the most part is beatable, you know? Like, um, you might but you're – you will create a chance at some point, you know? So, so whenever you do get that chance, it's up to the, the person to really bury it, to, to make it a one nil game, you know? Um, not every game is going to be one, like two, three, zero, you know, but I would say probably, probably Portland or Seattle, to be fair, one of those two teams. Um, and obviously they're, they're probably one of the top five teams, um, you know, in recent years, you know, I think Portland's what been in the final the five out of the past seven years. I, I mean, it's something ridiculous like that. Same thing with Seattle. Uh, I remember also my my rookie year playing LAFC. They were actually really good um, in their first season away, and uh, obviously like drive like I never been to LA, so uh, going there and then uh, you know getting the like the escort from the, the police was, I was like, what's going on? You know, it, it was a big deal. And then playing in that stadium was really sick. It was packed. And then unfortunately we lost, but uh, yeah, they were pretty good. And obviously you have like Carlos Vela and, and Rossi and all of them. So they made it difficult for us. Speaking of Carlos Vela, this is just like a personal question. Who was the most popular player you ever played against? The most popular? Yeah. Uh, it would probably be like Ebro or Schweinsteiger. Wow. Yeah, it would probably be one of those two. Uh, I can't remember if I played against. Well, I played against Via. Actually, it would probably be Iniesta. To be fair, Iniesta Via and Podolski, because my second year in Columbus, when we went to preseason, we played the the Vissel Colby team from preseason, and they were there. Um, so. I, I'm like my favorite player. One of my favorite players ever is Iniesta. So just to see him like on the same field, uh, I don't, I don't, he played the first half. I played the second half. It was, it was unreal. Like this guy's getting like the balls blasted at his feet. And it was just like a pillow. Like he was just one touch. It was the clean. He's, he's unreal. No joke. And then obviously Schweinsteiger's Schweinsteiger and Ibra Zebra. So probably them. I mean, <clears throat> that's just wow. Yeah, it was it was um, insane. <laughs> I'm like, I pay attention to Barca, and so I know how big Iniesta is, and that that must have just been like a surreal moment. Yeah, I mean, like watching him 
growing up watching him, you know, like as as a young player, and when you're super super young, you know, you try to like imitate some players, and he was someone that I always looked up to, and and you know, even at that age when he was playing in the Bissell Kobe, he was old, but he was by far like the best player on the field, you know, and we had a lot of good players in Columbus as well, but you know, it's just something that you don't lose, and and he was just next level. Edgar, did you have a question? Uh, so is there any, like, regrets you have in your career so far to this date? Um, I don't know if they're, like, regrets, really. I mean, at the end of the day, you, you learn from your mistakes, you know. I was always someone that, you know, played with their heart on the sleeve. I'm someone who, who shows my emotions regardless. Um, uh, I think you can ask anyone that played with me in Columbus or Miami, you know, like I'm someone who is going to give 110% every practice, every game. Um, but when I feel like something's being like done towards me, you know, like that's wrong, you know, I'm going to speak my mind. Um, so maybe, maybe that, you know, in the case of Miami, like some things were happening where, you know, it, it wasn't in my favor. And, and I was someone, like I said, who, who trained hard every day, who I thought should, should be getting minutes and, you know, things happen, but uh, maybe I guess the one thing I would change about me is just it's not really my attitude because I think, uh, like, anyone who really knows me, you know, Greg and, and everyone that really, really knows me knows that, like, I'm a good person. I'm a good kid. I, I just play with a lot of emotions. Um, and, and I get uh, – I feel like I get uh, – I forget the word, like, misjudged, you know, like some, some people might be like, oh, you know, he talks back a lot and stuff like that, but I don't talk back to like be an asshole, you know, like uh, I just, I'm New York, you know, I'm not saying that's an excuse or anything, but uh, that was, that's just, you know, I play with a lot of emotions and, and I would probably say that, you know, if, if I could change anything, it's just to keep my mouth shut. Um, but I think, uh, I think also like a thing that, you know, Greg and, and Caleb really liked about me was that, you know, I was really gritty, you know, I was, I was always down to do the hard work. I would always put my body in the line and, and stuff like that. And that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I guess just sometimes just keep my mouth shut when I should, instead of saying something, but, you know, I, I guess it comes with, with being a professional, you know, you mature a lot and, and I can, I can say right now that from my rookie year to now, you know, I've matured a lot on and off the field. So, yeah, you know, you just learn from from things that happen in your life. Oh, I have a big question here. If I got the timing right, were you here during Save the Crew? Yeah, I was. What was it like during that? It was a bit hectic, you know. I mean, with with everything that was happening with with the team and stuff, you know, we were. We were trying to worry on my rookie year. We were trying to obviously push for playoffs. And and then we would have separate meetings about, you know, save the crew. And, and if media comes to you and ask about it and, you know, you're just trying to focus everything on on just playing the game, you know, um, getting results. And, and then we have, you know, that whole situation. So sometimes, you know, you, you do get distracted. And, and obviously you kind of feel for the city as well, you know, like, you don't want no that would never happen like in Europe you know where a team's like okay we're gonna we're gonna move the team or anything like that you know like that doesn't happen so I understand the frustration from the fans but I also understand the frustration from like the owners you know at the end of the day like 
I'll be the first to say, you know, my rookie year when I was there, my second year, we didn't get, we didn't get many fans. Um, and, and it sucked because, you know, Columbus is one of the, what, the, the first teams in the league. Um, and, you know, you, as a professional, you want to feel that environment because we feed off the fans as much as like, as cliche as it sounds like can, the fans are the 12 players and, and the Nord deck was, was amazing. A hundred percent. We just wish the, the other seats were filled up more. Um, and, you know, we would get some surprises here and there with, with a bunch of fans and stuff. But I think now, obviously, with the the new stadium being downtown, it helps a lot. So, you know, I'm happy to see the team obviously doing really well and, and the fan base stronger than ever. And obviously, I was really happy that the that the crew stayed um, in Columbus anyway. So it was it was exciting, yet a bit, like, anxious and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, that was, like, when a lot of people actually started to care about the crew. I will say that. All right, uh, Edgar, do you have any more questions? Uh, no, not really. You? Uh, yeah, I have one more. Uh, what was the hardest part about getting to where you are now? Um... I mean, besides obviously, like I guess all the hard work you put in from when you're when you're small, um, everyone everyone dreams about making it pro, and then you don't really realize it until you have the opportunity. For me, it was it was, you know, you I think about it a lot. Like you know, I wanted to be a professional, and you know, I'm willing to sacrifice anything for it. But you never know until it actually happens. You know, I was it wasn't until my senior year where I was like, senior year at Wake. And I was like, shit, like, you know, this might happen, you know, like I could make this a career or, you know, I could get my chance and then it, it happened and it's up to you to, to can, you know, to continue the hard work. But, you know, a, a lot of it is a lot, I think for me or for just any professional in this field, um, yeah, the hard work and the talent is supposed to be there. But I think the biggest thing is, is the mental strength, you know, and, and I'm not one. I'd be lying to you to I'd be lying to you guys if I wasn't like if I were to say like ah uh, yeah you know it was it's always been like beautiful you know like it, there's been some really tough moments in my career um, and I think you know there's a been there's been a bunch of times where you know you think about it you're like am I done you know like not because of your talent but you know you just you're just not getting your chances anymore and then you start you start to like doubt yourself a lot um so that's the whole mental side of it you know i i've always been confident in what i can do and what i can bring to any team i, I think even now you know i haven't played in the mls but uh i haven't played in the mls for what, a year now but i know i could easily like help any team there you know it's just whether i get my chance or not and uh yeah i think just being mentally strong and is the biggest thing, honestly, for anyone, um, especially for me to, to get where I'm at now, you know, every day, every day, new things come up and new problems or new solutions. So uh, for me as a player, you know, just to keep getting stronger mentally and then obviously work on uh, my skill sets and what makes me the player I am and, you know, just trying to be a good teammate and a good person on and off the field. Oh, 
this is when we asked Ketchup back when we interviewed him two weeks ago, I think it was. Uh, who? So this is like off topic completely, but who is your favorite European team? Uh, I would probably say Barca, just because I've been watching them since I was little. But I feel like everyone says that's either like the big team. So to be fair, I, I don't really watch too much soccer, anyways. Um, I like to just you know keep my distance when I'm when I'm out of it. But I would probably say Barca, just you know, obviously like Iniesta playing there and Xavi and. Messi and all these other players that have played there and stuff like that. You know, I think that team and uh, Ronaldinho was the person who who really made me like really, really want to play soccer and, you know, just watching the way they played and it was just like next level, you know, like you, you get to Columbus and I thought we were sick. And then like you obviously watch them and you're like, Jesus, like these guys are crazy, you know, like how are they doing all this? But I guess it just comes with, with the territory of them being, in my opinion, still, you know, struggling a bit now, but they'll always be like Barca, you know, like no one's going to take them for like a middle table team. You know, they're always going to be a top team for anything. So. Okay. Edgar has one more question for you. Okay. Okay. Ass is like dumb and all, but like, like, you'll score a goal, like, here and there, right? Mm-hmm. Could you do me a big favor? What's up? All right, so next time you score, could you hit the gritty? <laughs> yeah, I'll try to. <laughs> I bet, bet. <laughs> this is the question he's been wanting to ask this whole time. <laughs> I'm just like, wait till the end, please. I'll try. I'll try. Yeah, for sure. But all right. Well, thank you for the time, and sorry about the earlier technical difficulties. No worries, guys. All right. Have a great night. See you guys. You too. Give you time to prepare what you want to say. Okay. Wait. So I literally just say, I'll see y'all guys on the next one or what? I mean, yeah. Just see you guys next. All right. We'll do this at one time. (sighs) Ugh. <sighs>